Welcome to episode 56 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Kevin and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Disney+, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your content, we're going to take a chunk of it, we're going to watch it, we're going to talk about it. This week we are talking about um, the ongoing series of Moon Knight, we're talking about the Jimmy Savile documentary, we took a look at uh, the trailer for Craig Robinson's new show, as well as another bunch of television and media and pop culture nonsense along the way. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, liking and subscribing, rating, reviewing, all of those good things really help us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast, where we put up artwork and clips of the show, and it's a good place where you can engage with us. You can comment on the posts, you can send us direct messages, you can disagree with our opinions, you can suggest things for us to watch. If you want to go more old school, you can send us an email, theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. We have Brian with us, we have Kevin with us, we have a tired, tuckered out Thursday evening before Good Friday. Um, I was only just... I can't wait to get my Jesus on! Jesus is doing his act this this uh, this weekend. Zombie, uh, zombie Jesus. I was kind of talking to somebody earlier and lamenting the fact that you know Good Friday used to be all the bars were closed, but in last year, last two years, they opened the pubs on Good Friday, and you know, like really, I don't, I don't care. But it was funny that like it was kind of a thing that people would just buy their drink on a Thursday and go to sessions and stuff. Like it, it was. I never did it. I just liked that it was kind of a thing. It was a little bit of a weird Irish thing. But the thing I liked, the thing I really liked was coming out of my office. Because invariably my boss says, you know, it's Good Friday, take a half day. Coming out in the middle of the day, walking into town just to have a stroll. And I would, without fail each year, see some stag or hen do from England that are baffled by the fact that bars are closed. Brilliant. And I, I love it. They're just walking it's around so going, funny. fuck, what, are we gonna, what do we do? Can't get booze anyway. I, I will miss that. I guess schadenfreude. I was going to comment on that as well. The amount of times like you'd be in the studio and like Stag would come over and be tattooing them and Saturday and they'd be like, oh, like what the fuck happened yesterday? And you'd be like, yeah, lads, <laughs> shit balls. No, what fucking happened was you didn't pay attention to the country you were going to. You dropped the ball, lads. About, yeah, We've been doing like, this every year for... But, like, wh- where would you find that information? That's what I was going to say. Like, I wouldn't know it. If I were... Like, if I was going somewhere, I would, mm. I'd would. i check Wiki Travel. And and if it's not on Wiki Travel, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So, like, is it is it in Wiki Travel? Like, if you're going Bear in to mind. Ireland, watch out for Good Friday. Watch out. You know? I don't. Yeah. Does it say that? Like, Probably doesn't. Like, you know, we fair. could go... Like, I wouldn't have a clue. You could go to Spain some weekend, go to Barcelona for a city break, and then all of a sudden... Uh, it's a religious holiday. I wouldn't have this, a clue. I wouldn't have a notion. True, I wouldn't even look yeah. at it. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah. And and Spain has those religious yeah. holidays where everybody dresses up like the Ku Klux Klan. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not funny. I mean that that's not funny. I, I would want to be clear what I said right, yeah. before was in relation yes. to the other thing. I'm not saying it's not funny when people come over for, for Good Friday. Oh no, it's funny, but it's like it's like. But I don't blame them. I would do the same thing. How, how would people? Know I told that? you about yeah. when I was when I yeah. when we yeah. were staying in yeah. Denmark. It was a, it was up in Viborg, and it was it was a four month period in the north of Denmark, and they 
they closed all their shops and shit at the weekend and they everything closed up by half five and that was just you know that was just it you just accepted that this this was the way the world lived you got your stuff and made sure you had it it was kind of weird that like there was just kind of like nothing to do some evenings you know um but you invariably made plans with the people on the course or whatever the what i'm getting to though is the the i think it happened once maybe twice while we were there so it's maybe every two months or you know a quarterly thing but they just had a little festival on and the shops were open late and every shop put a stall outside their shop with their goods on it and all of the shopkeepers wore blackface and people came in from surrounding towns and had drinks and bought things and we went what what's going on let's take something from an episode of Atlanta why did we think you know? a podcast with Aiden was a good idea I mean I didn't move to Viborg specifically for the blackface it was, his idea. it was all his idea <laughs> um, it was mm. baffling mm. Baffling. What's your favorite casual hate crime, Brian? Uh, favorite casual hate. Can you give an example before I answer that question? I mean, there's so, there's so many, there's so many good ones, you know. Um, God, I can't it's almost not worth saying. sort of trying um, to narrow it down. It's almost like we we shouldn't even bother talking about it, especially the week that's in it as well. For fuck's sake, yeah, Jesus exactly. Christ. Oh, yes, because of Jesus Christ. No, no, the Sligo murders. <laughs> I I haven't been watching the news. No. He doesn't know about the Sligo murders. I don't no, think well, Brian, you know what, Brian? Didn't happen in Dublin, so why would he hold, care? Hold on. Is that in relation to the Sligo why TikTok you sent me? What was that? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. It was the Gardaí apprehending the, ser- the serial killer. Okay, okay, okay. Jokes aside, two people have been murdered in suspected hate crimes in Sligo. Okay. They, they're, it's assumed to be... Uh, oh, that's know, fucking awful. Homophobic. When when did when yeah, did this well, break? Like what did I hang miss? On, this? I, before, yeah, hang on, hang on. Just listen for a second. On like the tenth or something of April, a guy was attacked, and in the attack, uh, basically he lost his eye. Oh. On the eleventh of April, a fellow was murdered, and on the twelfth of April, kind of uh, potentially another. Or like I don't know because I was reading the timeline thing. I can't remember, but essentially, like in a three to four day period. Uh, people people uh people of the lgbt community or lgbt plus community uh were assaulted and murdered in sligo and also a chap was assaulted uh coming out of um a i'm not too sure where exactly i don't think it was to george but coming out of a place uh he was assaulted on dame street at like half three in the morning that's fucking shit pretty that's badly shit yeah, uh, yeah, like it's awful, but like you know, th- I, you know, I, I don't know, but it's like one of those things, isn't it? When you kind of, when you see like the types of people that do these things, like, uh, like I know this sounds so redundant and stupid, but like you really do see though, kind of like it's it's like these people are not well, they're not happy, like kind of like they, they it's like not a case of getting their comeuppance. They already have their comeuppance. They're already living miserable, terrible existence. It doesn't justify what they do or anything. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like kind of. Uh, like the guy who was assaulted, say in Dublin, like kind of as 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 brutal as that is, and how I'm sure it's gonna it can be traumatizing and stuff. Like, like he's already kind of I don't know better than that person. Anyway, you know, I I I, did, I don't you know what I mean? I I kind I kind of I kind of know I kind of know what you're what you're leaning towards, but like I don't know. It, uh, there's there's nothing really to say except that is fucking horrific and. I don't know, people just need to be better. I don't know if it's 
uh, we can't propose solutions, I guess, education, exposure to different people, like the type of people that like become insular and hateful generally have never met. Like the statistics on sort of racism and fear of immigrants that came out around sort of the Brexit times in the UK, the people who were most likely to vote for Brexit were the people with the least diversity in their environments in, in the across yeah. the UK. And it's like... I saw, such a, I saw some crazy videos this week on like just uh, guys talking about Brexit in the UK and all that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, you couldn't make it up. Like, you know, you really... Mm-hmm really trying to make and, it up and there, everywhere there. has it's their just... version of of that you know like we like we, we can't yeah, of like course. It's, it's fun to point at the crazy brits or the crazy yanks but like you know i, I keep looking back at the presidential election we had and your man I, I, threw... I saw i saw a post today saying marine le pen if they're voted in is going to withdraw from nato and the fact that there's even a chance that they might be voted in you know what is what's this brain? horrifying uh-huh. in france there's there's a right-wing uh-huh. movement everywhere and there's one in france and it's been threatening to to kind of become more than a fringe thing for a while now so much so to the point Worried. that we're getting you know it, it makes the news when when a candidate says yeah if i'm if i'm if i'm elected i'm pulling out of nato and it's like whoa hold on now Aren't you? Aren't you just this little fucking fringe right wing nut job over there that we don't have to worry about? But no, it turns out we do. All the stuff is related, like the you yeah. Know, it's, a, it's a it's it's all connected. Any kind of transphobic sentiment, um, you know, in 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 Hungary, there's been a lot of kind of homophobic yeah. stuff has mm, kind of come Poland. to pass in law, um. But it, it's it's all connected, you know. Like the 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 first thing, it's it's the fringe thing first. The fringe in this instance being kind of trans rights or whatever, mm-hmm. because they're less mm-hmm. yeah. secure. Those rights are less, of course, yeah, less kind of established. And, and, um, but but once those go, those same people they go for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And yeah, it's like Aiden is saying, yeah. it's it's everywhere. It, it's not just this little fringe. One of the one of I, the I, we're quite lucky in, we in live the UK with Brexit or something it, it's it's everywhere and it's it, it takes hold yeah. so fucking mm. quickly and it, it's always alarming then to see people like over here like we'll see it over here yeah. and we'll see it now for the next couple of years but you know mm. they identify what people are the most mad about and then they pretend to be about that so it'll be about yeah. homelessness or it'll be about yeah. housing but it's actually yeah. just about or it'll be about water or something, which are all fucking stuff we should be angry about. But the people that are leading those things most often, the next Crystal thing they do, it's it, the next thing. It's it's anti-vaccine. It's a, yeah, it's anti-vaccine, and then it's it's something else, and yeah. then before you know it, it's transphobic, it's homophobic. It's the, the only thing I will say is we genuinely live in a horrible. very progressive country. We're quite lucky. In that we sense. do, but the the yeah, we do for now. Yeah. For now, yeah, it, we we're, we're this close. The, the, Everybody's there. Right. You know, the best yeah. example of how fucking razor's edge it is for me, anyway, was the presidential election we had a couple of years back, where that fucking I don't know, I can't even remember who he was. Was he the phone salesman who was living in Atlanta? Came back and he just made one or two sweeping statements about the traveling community, and his points, his his rating yeah. jumped five or six points across. He, Jesus. He he went yeah. from being a joke candidate to to a real like he became, he especially became a you know, real problem. We've got this through. like 
dream can we, we, we've got a dream candidate like fucking mm. yeah Higgins you know the, the best possible representation yeah. in, in every way imaginable of 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 what you want I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's got whatever skeletons in his closet to, but his his like. intent his goals and, and then, the heart of them that we yeah, see yeah of obviously yeah is ideal yeah yeah and then this guy I've forgotten I'm blanking his name at the moment but uh, yeah he showed up and he said some kind of you know anti-traveller shit his, his numbers across the sort of the west suddenly a fucking the southwest very real... went up huge and it, it made yeah. him a real viable candidate all of a sudden yeah I was on the train with him I can't remember but I was on the train and he had about six or seven people around him that were just like talking about like just the, the social mm. media agenda for the day you know and yeah, there there was just so much movement and so much. It was a very well thought out campaign. Like I said, there was there was a lot of young people, and by young yeah. I mean like our age, you know. Um, but but people that were like, like they 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 were strategizing on the the train, and I heard oh you know we're going to go here and we're going to say this and you know, we should kind of tweet that out and we should post this and that. It's like how the fuck. Are you working with this guy when you know what he's about? Unless you're about it too. You know, it's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, that was only four years ago, maybe four or five years ago. Peter something. Peter Casey. The Gallagher fellow, wasn't he the fellow off Dragon's Den or something? He's the guy off Dragon's Den. Well, uh, two of them were off, three of them are off Dragon's Den. The fuck are we doing making Dragon's Den gobshites our presidential fucking candidates? Well, well, you know, you can't make them to just go for it. Mm. I could go for it. Could you? But you have to have some sort of no. You probably have to have some sort of legit level of education or clout. You're very cloudy. I did stand up again on like Tuesday. You. It was good fun. Uh, I did. I did. A, I did a set that was really like jokes and one-liners. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to go to light content. Um, Segway. It was again in uh, Giggles, which is the uh, comedy club in the Wellington on Baggett Street. That's there every Tuesday, and I'm kind of trying to be a regular there because it's um, a nice little community. It's good to get on, and I'm trying to write a new five minutes every week. And took an exercise to just try and write five minutes worth of one-liners and jokes, and it went down very well. It went down very well. Give us, give us, give us your favorite. They were one. all fucking horrible but it was just like it was about the fact that I knew that I was going to the um, I was going to an ophthalmologist that day about getting laser eye surgeries bad or unacceptable so at a certain point the doctor said to me look are you going to try and make eye based jokes this entire time and I said I'm going to give it a lash he said are they going to get any better I said well no I think they'll just get cornea please would you stop fine I'll put a lid on it it was five minutes of that um it was, it was good. Oh, I hate every <laughs> second of it. That's good. Have you had Very any good. problems with your eyes in the past? Well, women tell me they tend to wander. <laughs> it's it's that sort of shit. Oh, he's on his way to becoming a shock jockey. Don't, oh, completely. I don't think I'm just. I'm I'm growing the Howard Stern hair. Gonna get a yeah, perm yeah. next. You're you're on your way. Yeah, and you're gonna have sound effects. But it was good fun, and it was a mostly a room full of comedians and a bunch of people who I've been talking to for the last sort of two months kind of saw me do something and I think it you know gave me a little bit of sort of credibility I guess in some eyes and I got a good I got on to another show coming next Tuesday which isn't one of the open mics but it's a slightly different sort of thing you know you got to put your name down and get chosen it's still an open mic and where at what time it is, is that? the black sheep on 
Cable Street, 8 o'clock this coming Tuesday. I'll be there. Food. So if people want to meet somebody funny, I'll be there. What's 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 up, Brian? There's a weird reaction going on here. Nothing. What have you... I think he was upset with the fact that you just used that descriptive word for a sheep. I don't know what's going on there. I feel like I've got sent a WhatsApp or a Skype or there's... No, just having my own phone over here. You took oh, a screen know. grab? No. No. I'm over to COVID. Oh, you know. Yep. Good stuff. We've all had it now. Hmm. We should all get together. See Doctor Strange. Yep. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. <gasps> what day is that coming out? It's May 4th or 6th. <gasps> oh, really? That's great. That's only a couple of weeks away. I'm getting laser eye surgery on May 5th. I won't be able to see for about a week. <laughs> well, then you won't be able to see any spoilers. Fuck. I have the Batman song stuck in my head. Which one is that? You know the Batman song? Nirvana. Yeah, the Batman song. Brian gets it. I only saw it once. Me too. Uh, I was going to say that's the first Batman movie I've only seen once, but I think it replies to all the fucking Zack Snyder shit as well. Yes. Oh, I saw a really good meme, or maybe... Did you send it? Did somebody send it in a group chat to where it's just like, uh, yes, yes, yes. Did, did someone send out the group yeah. chat, was it? It's Zack Snyder's Spider-Man. Uncle Ben lying on the ground. Yeah, kill them all. <laughs> or something yeah. like that. It's brilliant. Remember, Peter, kill them all. Fucking Jesus. Over to Rona. Feel possibly stronger. Mm. Definitely healthier. That, that'll pass. Yeah. So now, it wasn't uh, it wasn't that bad. No, but we're we're triply vaxxed, healthy young gentlemen <clears throat> in the prime of our lives. Yeah, except me. Oh, you had a bad time. Why? What's wrong with you? No, I got my I got it before, before the I booster. could get the third dose, so oh. I had to wait three months. Yeah, so I've got to get my third one now. Oh, plus Brian, you you got it at a rougher time. How do you mean? I think the 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 the, the dose at the time was like stronger. I oh, feel I got a okay. much milder version of it, you know? Maybe. Much milder strand. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I, the worst I felt was, like, the Saturday night when I woke up and turned around to Emer and was just, like, shivery and, like, kind of, like, achy. And I was like, oh, I, I definitely got it. And then I, like, literally went straight back to sleep, woke up the next day and tested positive. And that was the worst. That was the worst I felt, though. Mm. Yeah. I was so lucky. For, for two days, yeah, I, I had, had, like... I'm very strong. I'm very healthy. I'm never sick. <laughs> for two days, I had, like really bad aches no energy but it was as if i like overdid it at the gym mm. kind of that yeah. that's that's it was, what it, it, was, it was just like yeah it was just like shitty mm. but then i had a sore throat for about three more Same days and the sore throat yeah. sucked okay. but it, it, at the same time it wasn't the worst throat infection like i've had throat infections that were worse but yeah. uh it just sucked kind of were... i kept waking up because it was that painful like in my sleep if i swallowed pain of it will kind of wake me up and, but even then i've had worse did in your tonsils did in your tonsils grow back after you got them removed no did you have your tonsils removed never had them removed no kevin did you have your tonsils I removed though. you were going to at one stage yeah. no like, uh, i think I, I was getting they do I, I was getting throat infections all the time but apparently the the like the criteria they had was if you get a throat infection six times within a year you mm. get them removed and that I only ever got them like five times. Oh. <laughs> it was just like, it's just kind of like, just take them out for fuck's sake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that kind of shit. But yeah, people's tonsils do grow back. Interesting. If true. Mm. No, I like I. There were two days where I, you know, took a half hour nap during lunch. I was just like, Jesus, I don't usually nap during the day, but I just like when I was eating, I would like finish my food and just. And that was the sort of extent of weariness. But like I've been getting up at 6 a.m. and staying out till midnight, going to comedy clubs and going to the gym. And I just thought I was shagged. And then one day I did the test. and I was like, oh, fuck. Kind of explains that. You're going to. You're, so you were spreading. I was this super time. spreading before I realized Bastard. I had it. Yeah. I was an oblivious fucking plague monkey like in Dustin Hoffman's movie. I I did give it to Emer's mum. Phrasing. And then she gave it to Emer's brother. COVID. Sorry. <laughs> that was the most... I, I, I wish we were recording video of this because you just made the most fucking Jimmy Savile face ever. Uh, and it, it's, every, okay. it's everything that's wrong with your humor. There it is. See? See, there it is. Okay, I know he's terrible, isn't he? He would have been great in the 70s. God, he would Actually, have been great in the 70s. I, I would have... Disgusting. Oh, Jesus. I would Disgusting. have uh, I would have thought, actually, if Aiden was a comedian, he should have been a comedian in the 70s, and, he, and, he, and Jimmy would have been a friend and a fan. Yeah. Actually, we spoke about it last week, but I did manage to watch Jimmy Savile, the British Horror Story. And... He is just vile. You actually now I'm looking vile. at myself, going, "I need a fucking haircut, and I need to never make that face again." And I'm no, it, it's the face. Yeah, just don't do the face. It's not the hair. Just stop doing the face. Oh God, I hate my face enough as it is. Well, there's another Why reason. Why do you hate your face? You're very handsome. Such a face. Uh, did you enjoy the? You're very you enjoyed the documentary. Uh, as much as yeah, one could well, enjoy it, you know, it was a about, it was a, about, yeah. a, a well put together thing. You know, the the yeah the archival yeah, it, it's footage. it's a good documentary. It is a good documentary. Uh, like he was just he was just a beast. He was just a monster that was just fueled by this thing constantly. Like he was almost like like a different type of species of human as in like i i i bet you he had no like preference when it came to food or anything that at all he had his right. look obviously which he said himself admitted it was a smoke great screen, smoke yeah. screen but what i'm trying to say is like the guy he just like he ate and slept and then you know like everything else was just he's, he's a predator yeah and, and, like and that, a real predator the documentary yeah. makes a like it's just it's amazingly convenient that they have all of like it's amazing convenient they have all of this sort of archival footage of a history spent in front of cameras where once you give it context mm. you're like yeah of course he never stayed in the one town longer than three days at any given point and of course he was in a fucking van driving around the time and he never slept here <laughs> and he was riding his bike and this is the thing I said last week though like people are saying oh like oh we know better now it's like we <laughs> we knew we knew then mm. like the, the, we, we've had no great insight in you know 50 odd years into this mindset in terms of like everything he did back then mm. was a red flag people knew it yeah all that's changed is 100%. that is that it's become i wouldn't even say easier to call easy. it out. i wouldn't even say easier it's just i think maybe it's 
there's a maybe li- it's a higher risk for the predator to be called out. I I think there's a little more uh, fraction more support when somebody does come out if they can find yeah a voice or the right place but, for their voice. But, but in terms of, in terms of like not knowing and saying oh we didn't know it was a different time that's bullshit. Well, but, the, but there's the- any anybody looking at it would anybody looking at what he did without knowing without knowing any of the crimes should have just been able to say unacceptable yeah. cut that out like yeah Gary Gitter got done for it but yeah. even that took fucking 30 years or something do you know what I mean like if that took finding his computer in the mid to late 90s you know what I mean he brought his computer in to get repaired and didn't realise someone could look at his hard drive you know like it's like it isn't the same thing and I don't mean to lump the same concepts into it but you, you know the idea that like eventually the information crept out where like Hollywood stars, like if you were near them locally in the fifties and sixties, everybody kind of was like, Oh yeah, he's gay or he's whatever, you know, like, but the rest of the world just saw the media that was put out, you know, and everybody saw Jimmy on top of the pops and saw him doing chat shows and saw him this, that, and the other. But if you worked near him or knew somebody who worked with him or were near one of those hospitals or one of those students, you know, you didn't have an internet, you didn't have a platform, you didn't have things to get on and start shouting about publicly. Like, like, the same thing with Cosby. I, like, I, I the fact that like there's that joke in Thirty Rock where Tracy Jordan calls out Bill Cosby for what he did to his aunt, and it, yeah. it took Hannibal yeah. Buress doing a stand-up set that got what Hannibal probably wrote YouTube? that joke in Thirty Rock. You know, yeah, possibly. Yeah. He, I mean, he was a writer yeah. on it, so maybe I don't know. Potentially, but yeah, um, yeah. I heard, but I heard even heard somebody saying like, like it's interesting that Hannibal was on this arc of. TV shows and film and when the whole Bill Cosby thing hit like he hasn't had as much traction like I think that I think he's doing fine I think he's doing fine and he owns a lot of property as somebody else said you know yeah like he's he's doing fine yeah. but like he's in Spider-Man so you know that's true actually now that you say it yeah but yeah I think he's fine I, I think it's more I think it a, took a minute for Bill Cosby to settle choice. down though yeah. You know, yeah. like for a minute there, he was just a guy who accused somebody who was denying, denying, denying. And then it took the fucking snowball of fucking evidence to come out and go. What what surprised me watching that Savile documentary was how long ago this happened, because I've lost track of time. It was 2011 he died and 2012 everything kicked off. Like it's, it's almost been a decade of us having this sort of revelation. Mm. It's like it feels well, like that, there was yesterday. kind of there was, rum- there was rumblings before that. Mm. And it seemed yes, like, it was yeah yeah, and it seemed oh, it seemed like it was creeping things. up on him before he died. Yeah, and he, it he, was. he got out under the wire because it 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 wasn't going away, you know. Um, there was just this. This is such a pity he died talk. before. Did did somebody say in that fucking That's thing that when question. they found him, he had his fingers crossed? Supposedly, yeah. 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 That's a nice piece of urban legend, anyway. You know, but yeah. Um, what is surprising though, the guy like the guy really knew what he was, and I think that's why he was as prolific as he was, if that makes sense. Like he knew the type of monster he was, he knew his needs and he knew how He kind to of do even it. says that he, and, he uh, talked about he talked about freedom yeah. being like the ultimate thing, mm. you know. And just talking about the fact that I'm free in the way that so many other people aren't free. Yeah. You know. So he Yeah, knew, and he also yeah. but he also said like but he was also his whole thing about being charitable and doing all the charity work and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't always about getting access to places as well. It was ballots and books. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I don't, that, I, that was something I, 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 somebody I, I, put I don't on think, afterwards. I don't think he had. I don't think he had 
any yeah. remorse. How, yeah. I think I I think he had just such a strong Catholic upbringing. He feared retribution, but not in a remorseful way. Yeah, but no, no, he, he, he like, no. But there there is a point in that where somebody kind of alludes to the idea that all of the charity work was about balancing books and him going on about his charity work. I don't think so. I I yeah. I think it was. I think that's a lovely piece of him. That's somebody trying to put some sort of human. Uh, human reason onto it, it the guy. It was all a cover. Like I think it he is. He is a broken human predator, and yeah, completely. To try and put a human sense of remorse onto the guy is that own person's I can't remember the name of the guy that was and, it, and, it, and, and it get, he, he even he, he, said a couple, he said a couple of times as well you know that oh if I'm at the gates you know St. Peter is going to show this list of all the bad stuff I've done mm. and I'll show this good list mm. but it wasn't in a remorseful way it was in a you can't touch me kind yeah. of way yeah. That's, like, but that's what I that's what I that's no. how I got like it. That's 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 below. I'm just saying. Sorry, I just want to say this because I don't want to get misconstrued or misinterpreted. Mm. Yeah, that was my point. Is like in terms of balance and boxes, and like he was he was completely fine with the harm and the damage he was doing because if a piece. But what I'm trying to say is though, but like on the flip side of it, he was doing all that other stuff, but only because he wanted to kind of be like, yeah, but before, yeah, I did this, but I also I, did this. I, I don't like he wasn't remorseful for it. It was like more of just like a like in whatever twisted logic he had. I, I, I it, do it was, know it what was just saying. a I it just was a loophole for him. Yeah. Yeah. I like I think he's I mean, more like, inclined yeah, to like go that. as long yeah. as I say, Dear God, I'm sorry, confession at the end of my life, I'll get away with it. You know, like if if he's yeah. that if he's that Christian or that Catholic, he's looking at that loophole of just like deathbed repentance, you know. He he just did that charity work to get near vulnerable people. I'm sure there was an aspect of it as well, but I mean like kind of like it's like I'm sure there was a, there was an entitlement there in his head of like, well, I kind of raise all the money for this hospital, so I will do what I want. You know. Anyways, like there like there's no there's no human aspects to the guy. I don't believe that for a second. He was just horrendous. But did he? Did, what were they implying when they said he was in the room with his mum as she when she was dead? Implying that he was interfering with the body sexually. That's what I they were implying, know, wasn't it? I didn't even know if it was that necessarily. I think it was just the fact that. It was just longer than that's a most. weird thing to do. Yeah, but like, that it, has, it was five days. That you know? whether and well, I like that has been implied a lot, and the fact that like that's not the only time he spent a chunk of time in a morgue with somebody because he had access. Like he had keys yeah, to a morgue. Yeah, they, they, like there are other accounts of him just wandering down into the morgue. Like he's fucking <clears> weirdo. <throat> anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> he, but like. No, no, you no, started no, no. this with that but, uh, face. You started it with that face, and you will reap what you've sown here. Okay? Did he have we'll Did he have male victims again. as well, or was it just female victims? No, he did. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah male anybody. Victims. Anybody. Anybody. Just a predator. Yeah, I feel like the show didn't touch on that kind of stuff enough. In sense of like, uh, I think this, the show took a light approach to the stuff he did because uh, I've heard stories, and I even like kind of say gossip. Like I read things and things like that. Like and uh, I, I, I did kind know, of did find pretty... that was, that was one thing with it that it spends so much time establishing his popularity and who he was and how he got mm. to it. And then, I, I, I would hope that they were just trying not to. Since... Like what he did is so grotesque. Mm. There's, there's, there's a, there's a sort of a car crash thing to, mm. it, it's, it's very 
disgusting and lurid, and I don't think they wanted to. Yeah, they, they I, I us, hope that's they what it was. That, that they, they, they wanted to be careful because key examples yeah. of traumatic, disgusting physical at, abuse at the risk of underselling the severity of what he did, but I think it was probably the right choice because you you you, okay. you, you could make fucking two or three seasons yeah. about. They they could did. have brought a new person in every week for fucking sixty weeks and said yeah. what because what it was what he since nineteen fifty something mm-hmm. the earliest mm-hmm. instance of what he did nineteen fifties yeah. you'd like, like who knows what yeah. the fuck he was doing in these nightclubs yeah before he was even a DJ you know what I mean like yeah and do you what like when they talked about the fact that they basically thought he was dead at one point like when he was a kid when he was an infant or something or when he was a young boy there was an accident or an illness. Did it occur, like, were they telling us that by way of going, like, you know, some fucking very early on damage, like, something fuck this kid up? Serial killer is a common thing where they get a head injury in the frontal lobe or something, and then it just, that's just a common thing that messes up the brains, but, like, who knows? And then also, unhealthy relationships with their mothers. It's not not even that. What it it tends to be more is an overexposure, for whatever reason, to serotonin uh, in the womb. Um, so there's there's a certain brain type there's a certain condition that Lead. your brain doesn't I think it it either doesn't break down or process serotonin efficiently enough or it absorbs too much of it more so than other people and if you combine that then with a, some sort of childhood trauma it's it's not it's not proven but it's something that they found in a number of serial killers that they've done scans on that this overexposure to serotonin to the extent that they become effectively immune to the effect of serotonin. Right. And then if you combine that with some sort of childhood trauma, those are two things that tend to be very common in, in sort of psychopathic. Not necessarily head injury because it it could just be the... Uh, Brian, I listen to podcasts. I know. (laughs) Okay. And and a head injury. Well, not necessarily head injury, Brian. It's more about the serotonin. Oh, cool. Okay. I mean, you know more than me about this. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've listened to you on podcasts. Um, but uh, right now, um, but I was going to say something there. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Randy Kraft, who was like a very, uh, I don't know what you're going to say, but a very horrendous serial killer in America and like he killed like 68 people and I think on the podcast they said it but I'm not too sure but it's just like or maybe I, I'm sure they said it on the podcast but basically it's like you often hear numbers of people kill you know and it's like you kind of get desensitized to the number to a degree because it's just like you know whatever but then when you listen to stories about it and they're saying stuff like his 38 victim so and so and it's just like it's 38 victim and he was basically just halfway fucking hell like 60 odd people that shit's terrifying who are we talking about now this is Randy Randy Kraft Randy Kraft yeah yeah <sighs> will, we, will, we, will we move away from Savile my, is this my where the likeness? podcast uh, pivots to a true crime podcast going forward I've been waiting for this nah, moment I've been waiting for it yeah, yeah. For and if you want to leave that's fine um, just me and Kev will take over yeah. here Okay. Because I have a great true crime story of a 
man who served his life. Like, he was a good man his whole life. But when he died, he became a serial killer. So, uh, Paranormal serial killers, right? comic book. That's season two. The endless stream. Never cross streams. That's a Ghostbusters reference. The endless stream of murder. Oh no. Yep. Bloodstream. Brain juices stream. Aiden, is there something you would like to talk about? Um, I'm a big fan of true crime. No. You 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 support crime. I support crime. God, of course he supports crime. Look at him. Look at me. Look at that face. Alright, I like his face. But um Okay, that expression. See any trailers, anybody? Like in the back of a truck like there's a Stranger um, Things, I guess, put out a trailer. I didn't watch that. There's one no, Berg's you know new one. Oh yeah. Is he back on the horror kick or is he staying in the like weird drama end of things? Um, sci-fi horror. Oh. Did you watch it? Yeah. How does it look? Looks Cronenbergy. I'm happy. Fair enough. Um, the Northman I think is coming out this week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. You gonna go see it? Tomorrow. Uh, probably if I can. Yep. That's a that's a funny one where it's like it's kind it kind of snuck up on me, but it's got like a good cast and good kind of pedigree. But I did laugh at the fact that they put up posters all around Manhattan in the subway and they didn't have the title on them. They printed them wrong and didn't have the title. So it's just like a picture of Anya Taylor-Joy and, and Sarsgaard and is it Willem Dafoe in it. There's just, just, just four of them there dressed as Vikings and no information about what the fuck the project is. Some fucker left a layer on Hidden <laughs> and it went to print. Oof. How does that get past I don't, I don't know but I want to fucking I, I just picture some guy in the printing press is there a press anymore just watch it and go well this is wrong 15,000 <laughs> oh god they don't pay me to proofread yeah, this yeah 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 they pay me to push the button yeah. and I'm pushing the button yeah sure that gets paid paid by the print you know so we'll do it twice um, do you, but I don't know does that get it more publicity that they forgot to put the name on it so they start talking about it places no <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's how someone will try spin yeah that, that, that person will try to save their job yeah <laughs> what is viral the, the hype this will generate is worth more than the title in anybody's mouths trust me you're fired <laughs> I'm a good cause <laughs> I won't even fight this uh, holy god uh, they put up a little Jurassic World three Dominion featurette thing. I kind of don't ch- thoroughly checked care. out of Jurassic Parks. We all know my thoughts on Jurassic Park. Exactly. I watched the trailer for uh, Craig Robinson's new thing, Killing It. Like I think it's a is it a sitcom? It's from the Brooklyn Nine Nine Heads. Um, he, he looks to be a security guard who's trying to buy some land, needs to get some money, and uh, gets involved in a bounty hunting snakes so there's invasive snakes in the environment and the people that catch the most snakes get a $20,000 reward so there's a whole bunch of people just trying to clear the swamps of these invasive species of snakes so it looks like shits and giggles that doesn't seem like enough money for the amount of work involved I know what you're saying I know what you're saying but that's a minimum wage job for a year for what could probably take a year to do 
Well, I think they have a deadline on it, like a six week or something. You know, they put a couple of episodes on it. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, it feels like you could. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like you're running around a swamp with. It, there's a shot of him trying to kill a snake with a nail gun, and he just puts it in his hand. Um, I like Craig Robinson though. That's inhumane. Yeah, it is. It's it's. There's a lot of grim shit in it. I do like him though. Yeah. What was the? Who's Craig what Robinson? Was the Doug Judy. Weird. Kev. Comedy he was in with. Aubrey Plaza and Jermaine Clement. Do you remember that? Doug Judy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and was he Daryl in Do The you Office? Remember? Yep. An evening with Beverly Loughlin from two thousand and eighteen. It didn't quite work, Never but it's it. got some fun bits in it. And the tra- I think it's a case where the trailer is better than the film. Just Robinson playing kind of a not quite himself kind of character he's like it's it's got a like napoleon dynamitey vibe of like weird middle america altness and this like sort of out of the way shitty hotel is having beverly Lufflin play and he's a musician he's just this kind of like character that no one will talk to and never utters a word so it's craig robertson just walking around in a kilt kind of grunting he's really like a cameo character that people are there to see him a bit and He's, he's quite funny in the trailer but the movie didn't quite work for who's him. Craig Robinson Doug Judy Doug Judy Daryl from The Office Judge Judy Doug Judy Doug Judy the Pontiac Bandit well, how can he... Kevin get out just get out that show's run just, for just six or seven out. years which there's always a Doug Judy episode Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I, I've never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, it's good you should check it out there's Kevin, a lot to binge Kevin have you in your living room? Yes. Looks different. He's wrapped in a blanket. Um, That's it. No, actually, this is it's my blanket. This is my upper torso. This is a t-shirt. Brian, this is the wall. This is where the door the is. The door is. Yeah, it's the lighting, I guess. Yeah. It's very moody. Ah, there it is. Looks very um, cozy. I am wearing. Yeah, look, I, I, uh, Emer's out at a gig, so... Uh, I, I set myself up on the couch. I'm chilling like a villain. It's actually the most comfortable I've ever been doing this podcast. <laughs> she should go to gigs more often. Um, if that's what she wants, Brian, I'm not going to force What's she going to see? Oh, Wonder. What? Heard of them. I think they're called Oh, Wonder. She told me many, many times because I asked many, many mm. times. Uh, and I completely forgot many, many mm. times. Yeah, so she's going to see them. And I hope she has an amazing time. She doesn't listen to this podcast, but... I am her. I am her. Maybe I'll get her. Maybe I'll get her to listen this time. Although, I was showing her Bicky last week, and then there was the whole thing where I was talking about It Takes Two, and then you were saying, like, did you not play that before? And I said, no. And then you're like, well, maybe you played it with a different girlfriend. And she was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, I never said that. Yeah. Nobody, you said that. <laughs> I never said that. I, le- I left that in. And I, I never said that. I left that in, what Brian said. And I never said that. I remember thinking, first of all, this is harmless. Second of all, like, Emer would know immediately that this is untrue bollocks and it's just Aiden being a dickhead. Of course. And third of all, Emer never listens to the podcast, so this is fine. And you played oh, it for her. I was, showing her. I was showing her Bicky and then I played that video. <laughs> but I went uh, through a three-step vetting me, process me, to me make sure we were tight. safe. The weak link is always the meat in the chair. But, um... What else was going to say? Um, did I watch anything else this week? Or did I do anything? I don't think I did anything particularly amazing this week. 
Uh, I uh, I went on Saturday to have uh, uh, I had a drink with Bob in town at the Bleeding Horse, and then I was like, okay, it's it's a reasonably early time. I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna be you know home in bed and healthy and 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 keep doing my healthy thing. And then I saw a van that was selling a hot dog, and I was like. Yeah, I'll have a hot dog. And I said, I'll have everything on it, please. And it was bacon and cheese and onions and mustard and, and, and the whole fucking shebang. You're disgusting. And you make me sick. I was walking down Stephen's Green and the onions and the stuff fell off the top of it. And I'm like, oh. Of course they did. Fucking no. That sounded like a disaster. Yeah. So I kept, I kept, I kept eating terrible. it. And then I realized I, I was passing I McDonald's. And I thought, messy sandwiches. I thought, well, I lost some of my hot dog. So I can go into McDonald's and get. You're out of control. A burger and make me sick. chicken nuggets. And I ate those on the way home. So Saturday went a little sideways. Kev, do you think do you think Aiden should dye his hair blonde to do a Thor costume this Halloween? Do the Ravager costume. He absolutely should, yeah, right? He absolutely yes, should. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Or yep. Call uh, it right here. Uh, uh, you got to do the Ravager Thor Love and Thunder costume. Look at those arms. Look at them. Look at him. No, you see, I'm failing that, Brian. If he doesn't, if uh, if if it doesn't look good, he can always just wear he, uh, he a can suit and go to royal <laughs> exactly. or you know, or with the bleached blonde hair. No. I see what we're creeping towards here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, like, like. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you would totally look like the royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, and didn't didn't James well. oh, smoke a cigar in that when he was wearing the drugs? He did, he did, he did. Yes. He did yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Goes a goes a so, match of Owen Wilson lo- love, and, uh, love and Thunder. Dean if that doesn't work yeah. out, yeah. if that doesn't work out, uh, Royal Tenement. We already agreed that I'm aiming yeah. for um, uh, Lost Boys saxophone man. No, no, we've changed that now. Okay. It's 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 yeah. it's Ravager Thor, white t-shirt, blonde hair. You gotta get that laser eye surgery though between now and then. May May fifth, May fifth, booked in. I'm doing the one where they burn the layer off your eyeballs. Kev, he's going to be unstoppable. Am I? I hope so, Brian. I hope so. He's going to do great for his comedic comedy career. Because who doesn't love a handsome comedian? Oh, yeah. Everybody's favorite. Yeah. The most successful of all the comedians. You're too handsome to make it, pal. I'm sorry. Too handsome. I don't understand this bit. I feel put upon. That's why you've got to bleach your hair blonde. Just uh, yeah. take you down a peg. Be- yeah. What if yeah, I just like got a tan and, and leaned into the Aquaman thing? Um, no, 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 no. You're you're more pro wrestler, and then you have to go from pro wrestling to acting. Yeah, I was considering a peacemaker costume. No, no. Um, Ra- Ravager Thor. Yes, yes. Ra- I mean peacemaker Thor. also. Yes. He's because because uh, Aiden is as as veiny as John Cena. So, so vascular yes so vascular yep he looks like his arms look like penises erect penises with a bend so I know it's the most veiny thing I could think of this is all great what no mine's not particularly veiny it's just particularly bendy there. no not even that you must send me the Oscar Isaac sketch you did for the covers B Dog. Did I not send him? No, did I you didn't. put it in the Google Drive? I just or posted it today. Yeah. No, I didn't. No. Yeah. yeah. Will do. Which is, of course, the most natural of segues. 
to this week's episode of Moon Knight. Let me say my things I think you first. should say your things first. Um, I, I really liked it. Emer doesn't really. Emer, Emer fucking Jesus Christ. If it, if like, yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it it's going to work between you two. You're just you're fighting all the time. It's just not good. No, don't say, that's not true. She's a love it's of Good my thing life. she never listens to this. Um, no. Uh, well, she would if she knew if she, if she, if she knew we talked about her. But she doesn't know. Well, she doesn't listen to me in real life as well, so it doesn't matter. Um, but no, Emer doesn't get it sometimes. It's just like, she's like, oh, is this going to be like, like, what's all this God stuff and things? And it's just like, it, it's kind of like, it's not far-fetched in the world it's in. Like, it's pretty subtle stuff. Like, if, 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 if you're, if you're watching it and you accept that Moon Knight is, and uh, Mark Spector is a, an avatar for Koshnu, there's only, it only makes more sense, or it only makes sense that there's other avatars for other gods, you know? This is the same universe as Tor. Mm-hmm. She loved Thor Ragnarok, mm. you know, but uh, but no, but she actually when we finished the episode, she did say that uh, she always kind of starts off going like, oh, you know, oh, but when the episode ended, she's always like, oh, that was like, that was class, like why is only one episode a week and stuff, you know. So uh, it's a good. I, I I really liked it. I thought it was a good episode. Um, things I didn't like. Yep. Isaac Oscar Isaac shouting. He should have done it once and then kind of steadied steadied oh, off as can't you but he just do- yeah yeah it was a bit much constantly like it should because she, she kind of said like just the, um, especially the, the, the other uh, avatars are speaking normally yeah so it just didn't make sense yeah to yeah they, exactly they kind of said like kind of once you uh like just like kind of like just let it be or accept it or whatever go with it you know and then like he's just like initially if he shouted you could be like oh god what was that and then kind of lean into it and he kind of like evens out would have been better but uh, I guess they're trying to depict Koshnu as a far more irrational, kind of chaotic, sporadic god yeah. than the other well, ones. Well, also the element of, like, you know, maybe the first time they channeled the voice of a god, they shouted a bunch, but they've been doing it a while. I don't know. We're, we're making allowances. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I get they that. basically um, confirmed I a third really altar, it. right? A third identity? Oh, 100%, yeah. yes. But why is Jake Lockley a violent psychopath? Well, we don't know that it's Jake Lockley, do we? Well, assuming that there's Stephen Grant and Stephen Grant is not a Playboy millionaire. I have a question about the Mr. Knight costume. What's with the seam up the mask? Like the this thing. Like the that's not in. It's just Yeah, it's just a design thing. My my understanding of it is it's Stephen Grant's projection of the suit. Sure. And he sees this kind of split alter ego or personality thing as a kind of a, uh, as, as, you know, as a kind of, how would you say like, this was my question. Is it, is it going to be, is it some sort of representation of the split between these personalities that will remove once he accepts it? Because I like, it's crap looking. No, No, it's It's not going to remove. I'm not, I wish they just put a mask over his face. The hell, yeah, the, this well, helmet that he's wearing looks mental. I, I guess though, season two. Sorry, Ray. I think it's true of a lot of the Marvel stuff that, and I'm going to be banging on about the Winter Soldier again, but... Oh, what is he not talking about? The Russos did yeah. like this big pitch 
kind of basically they they really got Captain America and they had a really good idea for the direction to take the character in. Mm. And I don't think we've seen the same sort of understanding or vision for the characters with maybe the exception of Ragnarok and to a lesser extent Loki. All the other shows feel like they're just sort of they've got an idea, a pitch for a story, but they don't really have the same kind of passion for the yeah, characters. Yeah. And I think it shows. And I, and I and you've got sort of journeymen filmmakers doing the job. Not not even journeymen, just like I, I think it's true of like No Way Home and stuff like that, where they they've got they've got a few kind of fun ideas, but they're not bringing the same like stuff like the. It's it seems like a small thing, but to me to me it's really like emblematic of how much of an understanding or how much people care about representing action and comics on screen. When when he's shot wearing the suit and he's bulletproof. Mm. But men human men holding spears and lances can impale him. Like how does that work? Right? There's an inconsistency there in terms of how you're depicting yeah. the character and their abilities and their powers, which might seem like a nitpick, but it, it means that nobody's really talked about it because literally he's standing with his back to people protecting Layla from gunfire and he's getting shot and it doesn't budge. But then he's impaled by four or five people just holding normal weapons, right? In, yeah. in a suit that's bulletproof, but he can like not, not magic spears he, or anything. And it, it's that sort. Like, is he, is he just taking the hits and healing and the way that but, he's but getting he, hit? He doesn't even wobble. Yeah. But but this thing is, it, but that's exactly it. It's it's unclear to us. Right? Yeah. And I remember there's a, a video essay about why, I think it's like, it's some, the title, it's something along the lines of like, is Avengers, the first Avengers film, like, is it that good or is it overrated? And they made a really great point about that scene where we see Thor, Iron Man and Cap fight in the forest. Right. And it just, it does a great job of explaining, it's like, like if if you hadn't seen Iron Man, Thor, or Captain America, it does a great job of like who'd beat who in this fight, Thor versus Iron Man. How does it work? Hmm. And we know that we know that Thor is super strong, but it shows us that Iron Man in a suit can stand up to him, but Thor, Thor can summon lightning, but Iron Man can absorb it, and that they're coming to this kind of stalemate. And then Cap enters the scene, and the question is, how does Thor's hammer hold up against the shield? Yeah. And it very quickly establishes these three principal characters, who they are, what their powers are, how they relate to each other. And it, it might seem like a small thing, but it's it's actually, it's very important storytelling. Mm. And it's the same in Moonlight, the fact that we've seen him use the suit three times now, and we still don't quite know, it, does it give him accelerated healing? Is it bulletproof? Is it an armor or is it mystical? If it's mystical and it's stopping bullets, why isn't it stopping spears? Why aren't the spears like shattering on impact? Yeah. You know, just like this kind of stuff. And the fact that they they clearly didn't have that conversation in the in the pitch, like whenever the guy who's running the show, this wasn't mentioned probably in the pitch at any point because it didn't come up because it's not that important to them. And I think that's sort of, it, it's a lack of care. And I think, it, I think it's very apparent in something like Hawkeye, in Cap and the Winter, or, Falcon the Winter Soldier and in and this and it leads to stuff that I'm kind of happy to watch but I'm also I'm picking up my phone 
yep. you know, five minutes into yep. it. I'm not, I'm not glued to it. And it's just, it's not bad, but it could be so much better. I was the same. I was, I was kind of surprised when I picked up my phone to look at the time where a message came in. It's like, I, I know that you enjoyed it, Kevin, but like I, the first week we watched an episode, I was, I was like, oh, I'm really pleasantly surprised by this little ropey stuff here and there, but this has got a great thing. Then week two was just a rehash of the same beats in terms of like lots of chaos don't know where i am fight a jackal this one i i I like to shut the fuck up and watch a show when it's on and if i'm talking about it and giving out of a scene about a scene something's gone wrong you know and i was in the middle of this thing going so they've summoned they've summoned all the gods together for an impromptu trial and the avatars and they're going to talk about what ethan hawk's character is doing and mark specter hasn't said he committed murders in this town. He's committed murders in this town. There's dead people in this Austrian village. You just opened a portal and brought him from a dig site in the middle of the fucking desert. Like, let's just walk back through that portal and you'll see what he's doing. Like, but Mark never says these words. And and it's the type of scene that you see in, like, rom-coms and shit where, like, somebody gets a, like, gets the wrong impression of something and the guy goes, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And somebody leaves and it's like, if you had just said... This isn't mine. I drop like it would say the words that explain the situation rather than just muttering on for five minutes. Like Mark Spector never I, said, you know, just never made the case. And it's like, well, what's the point if you're never going to make the case? And I, I think that's one of the things as well. It, I think it's easier to get away with that in a TV show where mm. it's actually a TV show. But this is very much structured like a film mm. divided into six segments mm. and. That was the other thing, like when it cut to that kind of rooftop fight scene, I really kind of had to stop. I was like, what's, I've instantly forgotten like what's happened. I've lost the thread from the last two episodes, you know? Yeah. Whereas you, you can jump around like that in a film where you've been watching the previous couple of scenes, you know, concurrently. Yeah. But when it's been a week between what I've just watched, it's just like, what, why is he fighting these guys in the room? But we never, what's, we never actually even and, see like, the person. Like, if we had seen him chasing a person and the then seen some other it, yeah. people come out of the thing, we never see him chasing yeah. a person. We just see a, a, we see a knife in a torso, and then we don't even see the body fall. So I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I, I should, we should have come in and Oscar Isaac chasing that guy, and just as he's about to get on him these people from Harold's Harrow's or Ethan Hawke or whatever his name is. I don't know this guy's name and I read, I care. This is frustrating. Um, we, we, I don't know. And then to have him black out, be downstairs and to see those guys again and start the same chase with these people this time, it just, it didn't work for me at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. agree. It was great. The Ethan Hawke stuff about him being his, previous avatar is cool though i like that idea for a character this is the problem i'm now more interested in ethan hawk's time as moon knight than i am in the plot of this fucking show i want to know all about that yeah i want i want to watch yeah, the prequel series show. it's very sad it's very sad that uh that poor actor died yeah he's bringing amazing yeah. douchebag energy like i hated him the moment i saw him so i mean that's <laughs> he looked cool though hmm. he looked really cool no, he looked cool with the with the with the uh, horse and the stick on the top of the horse. Yeah, and then like kind of just trying on the dressing gown and stuff, or whatever. No, he looked. I thought he looked. Why cool. are we? Very sad. Why are we why chasing not? a MacGuffin to find? Like we chased, we chased a scarab for the first two episodes. Now we're chasing a sarcophagus. 
Yeah, like the 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 scarab is a compass and points to location, but then they need this other thing. And like it, and what did what happened there? Like did they fucking rewind time or like what's happened there? Did That's he, so he reset the stars. Like it, it's not big. So basically they talk about they Did they go back in time, how, Kevin? No, they didn't. Why not? Because he, 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 he moved the stars around. Finish. Like, what happened to Nevedalir when they moved all those stars around? Like, what happened to Asgard and its planet? So, basically, they were, they were talking about how the stars obviously had moved over time. And then... Uh, over 2,000 years. Koshnu, Koshnu says that he remembers that night. Yeah. And then he kind of... He forces... He imposes his memory, essentially in the night sky mm. and rewinds until he finds that configuration it was basically like a google doc edit history you could see the last version that's that's what i figured yeah, because great. otherwise he's fucking reversed time yeah otherwise a lot of planets thousand years a lot of planets yeah. which we've established have populations like does ravager thor off on some fucking planet somewhere joe why are we spinning backwards and towards yeah. a different no, location to, to be honest i just assumed that he was like scrubbing backwards you know through I mean that was versus, definitely you know, the because that's what it would the, have that to was be, the motion but at yeah. the same time but at the same time they did a very poor job of establishing what exactly all, his powers are there all I'm saying is I've seen the guy who wrote this episode and I'm not willing to to argue with him I'll fight any man just say that right now I'll fight anybody okay Anybody? Anybody. Anybody. You'll fight anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Okay, you were pretty specific about man anybody. the first time. Yeah, I meant man in the general sense. Yeah. In the mankind, non-specific Fair sense. Fair enough. You'll fight any human being. Pig. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So I guess he's lost his Moon Knighty powers? No, of course not. Not necessarily. At least until no. they break no. Conchu out, right? Do you guys know where it's going next? Because I saw a trailer two weeks ago that had a shot in the thumbnail that I didn't even watch the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Tell me. Um, No, it's a spoilery. A little. It's an assumption that'll probably a come little. true, right? But, but this is based on an officially released trailer and image. Fuck him. Is he the guy who wrote this episode? <laughs> shit. Yeah, he wrote episode three. He's the <laughs> showrunner, like, as far I as I know. More, more uh, shirt, more writing, less. He's executive, executive producer on X Men '97, writer on Moon Knight, The Witcher, like lift like a superhero to write superheroes. Well, that's or not working out for him, is it? No, no, it's not. That's not. It is. No. He's, no, it's he's, not. He's, no, it's not. No, it's not. He's writing superheroes and he looks like a superhero. That's true. Yeah, I mean, look, there's no arguing that true. the guy isn't, you know... Is he writing built, them well? But no. He's... Well, I think he is. I like The it. Witcher wasn't um, particularly look, fucking solid. No, it wasn't. Again, again, I'm not going to argue with him. Um, imagine if I messaged him. him and asked him if he'd be on the show. But um, he could well do, you know, why wouldn't he? But um, I was going to say... Because he's got, uh, well, no, he's got a TV show to write. <laughs> Well, apparently he's not putting that much time into it. He's lifting. Maybe he's doing podcasts. Let's send him an invite. I don't know why I'm shitting on people. Um, 
I, I yeah, appreciate the work remember. that everybody puts into everything. I'm so grateful for the effort. I'm just so happy to have Moon Knight to watch. Um, once again, I did see some of the though. cast is great. Sorry. The cast is doing a fantastic fucking job. I just I was going to say, I did good. see someone shitting on. I, I, I like it, but I did see I, someone I, I shitting don't think it's on. Bad. I don't think it's bad. It's just, I it's, wish it was like better. I said, that I got bored. Sorry, Kefko. I was going to say, I did see somebody shitting on uh, Layla, the character. I, I, I don't understand why. Yeah, I... I, I oh, like her. Really shitting on her. Like, I think she's good. She's doing a sort of... You know, they've given her a sort of Tomb Raider character kind of action archaeologist role, which is great. Um, I did yeah, see like that... Indiana Jones or Tomb I did see that fucking necklace oh, and go, that is... I didn't like that it. That is unnecessarily ostentatious and probably a weapon in a minute or two. And, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I said to Emer, like, I think that Moon Necklace thing is a little bit on the nose yeah. now, you know? Because, um, like, she does realise she's with Moon Knight, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But, um, I look, I like the TV show, but, The like, series of shots that went I'm from, wrong. like, him looking at Conchie going... Appearing up on the top of the thing. Yeah. Where yeah. did he go? Fucking I've lost any clunky. sense of the environment. I don't know what I'm looking yeah. at now. He's literally surrounded, and he appeared behind and above them. It's strange. It didn't. It didn't work at all. Yeah. Like, uh, at least, of, at, least like, that's it, at least in Batman, that you know, they turn and face the opposite direction. They turn around. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, he's gone." Yeah. It's unrealistic, but we can kind of I, suspend our disbelief. But they're literally just like looking the direction he's looking in. The yeah. And then he's so like some of the suits. Like, did, did he transform and go up there? Did nobody see him transform or like? They didn't look away because they're all looking in Ethan Hawke's direction, and he's looking in Ethan Hawke's. Mm. Like it just made no sense geographically, like, as, spatially. As far which is as far as I know. Sorry, I just want to get this out. Which is why I love the Winter Soldier and the Russos work, and I, I noticed it specifically in the Winter Soldier that that car chase scene is so complex geographically. But I know where everybody is at every given moment. You know where it's they're positioned. So clear. You know it's so it's beautifully brilliant. staged. Anyway, it really is. Yeah. It's great. All I was going to say is, well, look, look so far, mm. I really like yep. the show. And I just, I want, I, I, but I do want it to pick up. Mm. Like, I do want it to get better. I like it for, like, say, my own reasons or whatever. But, like, kind of, it's not as strong as I'd like you, it to be. You're, you're a moon nut. Mm. Hey! Yes. I like it. But, but what I was going to say, though, is uh, it's, it's very, very different in the comic books. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, maybe not next week. I wish the suit was, I wish the suit was just lighter weight. Like, mm-hmm. just we've done so many the, super the suits. suit. Why the is suit it so needs to be. It needs to be like Black Panthers, but with a cape. Instead, it's too heavy. Fucking it needs to be so much on. lighter and slimmer. He's got like it needs to thigh be pads, white, a chest yeah. pad, shoulder pads. Yeah. It's like. It should have been black. It, it white needs black to Panthers. be as, as slim as Ooh. Black Panther with the cloak and hood. Okay, it would look great. Who's good at Photoshop? And I, I, I but <laughs> I like, I like the, um, I like the moon on his chest and how it's kind of like slightly wrapped in bandages. Like that looks cool. Yeah. But I just, hate the way he pulls but, oh, but these like, fucking just, batarangs but, but, off of it, and there's no sense of like he keeps pulling one away, and there's always another one there. And uh, uh, the thing, like yeah. if they just established that it was mystical, you'd be kind of like okay, but they haven't done any 
this would be so much better if we saw the moment where he made the contract with Conchu yeah, and explain the powers, explain the terms. It'd be more linear, it'd be more fucking formulaic, but it would serve the story so much better because it would establish yeah. some ground rules because it's not... Eber did ask me to explain it. Yeah, Eber did ask me to explain that part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, kind of, uh, will I buy the hot toy? I'm not allowed, but I want to. You're not allowed. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to... Jesus Christ, it's like a thousand euro. Is it a thousand no, euro? Not. What? No, How much not. are these things? 200 250 bucks. quid. Yeah. 200, 250. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought they were like, what the hell? Did one of you buy a Batman that was a like cost of fortune? Yeah, I went for the quarter scale. Uh, that was the quarter Nolan scale one, yeah. Dark Knight yeah. one. That was about 500 euro. Um, I, I, yeah, well, I chose and- to never get involved in the hot toys thing because i knew i'd end up buying a whack of them and it was a stupid fucking dead end but when they announced that quarter scale nolan dark knight i was like you know what i'm gonna treat myself treat yourself exactly and And i got got fucking fucked by a shyster who took 300 euro of my money and then never gave me anything he took a deposit and then said he needed delivery fucking thing and uh, then i just never got it and uh dozens and dozens of people we're trying to get money out of the guy at one point and there was a court case in the UK but I'm not in the UK so I didn't fall into the sort of entitled for uh, fucking compensation group anyway thank God for Brexit anyway Kev you should totally get it I don't know I don't know man I actually you know what I was thinking like I'd like to get stuff like that I could even keep it in work but uh, where she'll never see it in work do it. But Norby doesn't want that stuff in the studio. Oh really? Uh, he thinks it looks stupid. Oh, he thinks it looks stupid. But um, it, it all depends on what you're into, dude. I mean, like, there's some of the sort of like the 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 there's some of the like kind of antsy, angsty, emo-y stuff associated with like tattoo culture that I look at and I go, "Oh, that's goofy," you know. But they look at the superhero shit and go, "Oh, that's goofy." So it's the same fucking thing, you know. True. And I love all of it. Yeah. Um. But uh, 250 euro, that's not too bad. I thought they were worth like thousands no. or something. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think maybe the some of them, the world. maybe some of them in the resale market get expensive when somebody sticks it on eBay and somebody, I think as well, it might be a case of like the first one or two of them that were like the Iron Man armors that like people were like, holy shit, these things are amazing. Look at these likenesses. Look at the armor. Look at the whatever. When there was only like one or two hot toys, then the fucking resale value on them went up crazy. But, um, no. Yeah, I could only allow yeah, my... There's dozens of the fucking things. I could only allow myself to get Daredevil and Moon Knight though. Like, I couldn't. Okay, we're up to two. I couldn't be branching <laughs> into... I know. Until you get a you house. See... And then you yeah, get a room the, in your house. The, the, and then you fill no, that room. No, no. Uh, Brian, I'm not allowed to have a room in the house. This oh. is not sounding like a, a yeah. great deal for you. <laughs> nah, it's Isn't, a pretty good deal. Emer gets, Emer gets Emer a gets house and you get a, a house. Lender. And, I get, and I get an Emer. So, it's, uh, you know, the, the contract, you know, my lawyers are happy with it. It's, it's signed. Okay. It's, it's working out. Um. And, but then I think in the day, I am like, in danger of sounding like, like I don't childhood. like Emer and I want to cut all that and go because she's great and I really do enjoy yeah she has her childhood doll in the bedroom and it's the scariest looking thing ever 
I can't even remember his name. Babog. No, it's not Babog. It's weird. It's creepy looking. It looks like a mixture of Chucky and Cynthia from the Rugrats. Yikes. I'll send a picture of it to you later. Scares me. Please don't. You kill me now for the, for, for the putting it down. Send but, us uh, a picture no, it's and let us put it, it on the Instagram. You can do, yeah. I have no problem with that. Um, just don't... don't. Uh... Emer doesn't look at the Instagram? No, you can... I'm going to tag her in the no, comments. No, she does. <laughs> you can tag her. Uh, I'll use I'll, I'll use it as the, uh, as the episode's photograph this week, for sure. Um, yeah, she looks like a mixture of between Cynthia and uh, uh, Chucky the doll. Um, but like she gets to have that why can't but like, to be honest you know you're going to put a shed at the uh, end of your yard where you can have your shit like a time yeah, honored tradition of um, Irish husbands going down to the shed and yeah. spending all their time in there sitting there and, and crying yeah. time I mean, honored I ha- you have to weigh, you have to weigh it up like do, does she want me to do that or would she rather me like drive to Phoenix Park or to like uh uh, a, a kind of like careful now um, a pier a pier or something and you just sit there in your car staring look I told you I did I hear that the car once. park in Tesco is very popular is is Pardon? this a dogging thing apparently the car park in Tesco no apparently apparently car parks in Tesco's are littered with uh, young dads Men. who just don't want to go home yet <laughs> yeah oh it's my fear it's my fear. But, um, no, I wouldn't be afraid to go on the whole hot toys things because uh, part of my week it's a slippery slope. S- sitting in your car in Tesco and contemplating Just your life. Just not going home. I'm convinced that, because uh, sometimes um, you see, you see, like, you know, going for walks around Phoenix Park or we were over the north side going for walks down by um, the smokestacks or whatever, uh, Clontarf. And uh, you just see lads sitting in their cars. I'm I'm convinced they're not even thinking about anything. They're just they're just turned off for a while. Yeah. 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 They're in they're in low power mode. <laughs> yeah. They're really whatever's going on in their lives. It's brutal. Oh God. It's my fear. Okay. So are we optimistic for Moonlight going into weeks four through six? Well, Brian's making me more optimistic because it's going to be more like the comics. No, I don't know. He says something about next week. I don't know anything about next week's episode, and I want to keep it that way because it's a long wait next week okay but like i i know this from a trailer i didn't even watch just from yeah but you're far more perceptive than i am Nah, i think i think if you read the comics and you saw it you'd be like oh oh they're gonna do that part okay well do we know that like we know that that weird french guy is playing something or other right kind of i think the french guy isn't gonna but is he he's i know he's he's like a Midnight Manor, yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm not too sure. Is he gonna? Is he, is he gonna play, be more in it? He's back, as far as I know. Okay, yeah. I I think it's very tragic that he passed away. For for those who don't know how he passed away, uh, he was skiing on a slope uh, and took a left turn or something when he wasn't meant to, I believe, or whatever. But basically, whatever turn he took, he crashed into another person oh. and got brain damage and died. Oh God. Did he, the, yeah, mm. and he was a handsome man. Uh, let's not go crazy. And talented. I don't think he was a handsome man. I think he looks like a monster. He's very handsome. Okay. I guess I just don't know yes. what handsome is. Plus, plus, my taste is different than your taste. You know what handsome is. Don't lie. 
Well, we 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 hope the best for this show. What do you think might happen next? Based based well, based on the fact that Kanchu is now imprisoned, so powers might be gone short term. But what do you think might happen next? So they have a notion where uh, Ethan Hawke is, but they also know that Conchu's uh, stone statue is, well, according to Stephen, in the Great Pyramid of Giza. So now we need to tomb raid the Great Pyramid of Giza. They got to break in and free Conchu. Okay, that's me. Um, they're going to have to go into the. God world, God plane, and find where they're hiding Constantine. Okay. Um, at, at the same time, I've only guessed what's happened next based on the thumbnail. So what? So what? What I do you say? Think what I think has us. happened. Go on. Yeah, go Please. on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they're going to do that part where uh, Mark or Stephen is in an asylum, and everything, everybody we've met so far is just like another person in the asylum. And like Ethan Hawke will be a doctor working in the asylum, trying to, you know, rid him of his Egyptian god fueled delusions, paranoid delusions. Yeah, we did see something like that, didn't we? Him in a there's a there's a thumbnail of him in like a straight jacket hospital gown or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's in the, I think that's what's happening in the next. Post Shalvey books. Yeah, and I haven't even watched. That was a Jeff. That was a Jeff. Jeff Lemire, was it? I think. Yeah. You know the the yeah. the. It is a frustrating and just, I don't know, silly thing. I guess I really do wish they just did the Shalvey run, just six standalone episodes of creepy shit. Be cool. Just off, just off the yeah. record. Or like you know, don't put it in there. Uh, the, I don't think they're ever going to do like. I think at one stage they could have wanted to for sure, but they're never going to do it. Uh, and so whatever his name is, wrote it. He's he's cancelled. I don't think he is. I think he's just on a break. Ennis is cancelled. Ellis. Uh, Ellis. Yeah, man. Oh, I've seen. What did he? Oh, did we see like, on women or something? It, it, hang on. Uh, it, no, that. I was just Jason Latour did that. I think I don't know what I don't know what Ennis did, Ellis. but um. But basically, no, I was just going to say Ellis. I was just going to say... Uh, Garth Ennis is a different person. Oh, I, yeah, I always get them confused. But um, but I was just going to say... Uh, oh, Image Comic Books came out and said they're not doing anything with him ever again. Hmm. The, the thing I've seen with Ellis, though, is I've seen a lot of women come forward and say they still, like, care very much about Warren. They just want him to kind of own up and accept and do the work in terms of taking responsibility for his inappropriateness. So that's I'm fair not, enough, though. But, but, but what I mean is, is like, I'm not, I'm not excusing what I did. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that he seems to have a lot of support of people that he's done stuff to who don't necessarily want to see like, his career gone, but want him to take some yeah, responsibility. Yeah, basically, like, like, yeah, like a lot of the, a lot of the women who came forward and said he he did this and that said, you know, we still kind of they still kind of have fond kind of feelings towards him, but they just want he's him a bit to, shit, but he's not yeah, the worst. Just own up and take 
don't try dodge or, or you know deflect what you've done own up and do it and we all want to see you kind of interesting come back and do stuff as opposed to people who've been just like outright like no this guy's a piece of shit he's dangerous he's a predator and he should never be allowed near people again you know um, because because like that guy what's his name is it Bradley what's his name the concept artist Noah Bradley yeah he's still knocking about like pe- people have come forward and said like he's an absolute like he's he's practically raped people essentially at conventions oh, and stuff gosh. you know um, this and he's still he's still knocking about you know I don't think we're ever going to see like that kind of a full Declan run like that although like most people I, I talk to or like see online and stuff would love that uh, apartment complex episode. Like, I don't know if they would ever, if they could do it or how to do it, but that's what everybody was really, really like, that's what everybody they, was waiting for. They've got to be building towards Midnight Suns, though, right? Yeah, I reckon Blade is, Blades are coming. Yeah. yeah Blade, well, we know Blade's coming, but Blade, Moon Knight. No, in, in Moon Knight. Oh, in Moon Knight. Blade's coming oh, in. Oh, I Moon don't know Knight. about that. That'd be cool, but I don't know about that. That would okay. be good though. I'd like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're they're almost certainly doing building up to that. Yeah, because you have yeah. Well, who do you have? You have Moon Knight, you have Blade, you have Morbius. We're not Morbius. No, I'm only messing. I was only joking. No, that movie is just bombed. That that uh, that TikTok I sent you guys is just so funny. The two lads get so excited to see Morbius. So funny. <laughs> I might be off early no, tomorrow. I, I might go see Morbius. I don't. I want to see it, but like, I don't know if I'm going to give get the guy. Speaking of movies, you went to see the new Fantastic Beasts, Brian. I'm kind of surprised. I did. Yeah. How did you find it? I were, um, probably the strongest of the three. Interesting. Which wouldn't be, you know, saying much. Okay. Um. So I thought. I thought the first one had a charm but wasn't amazing yeah i thought that the yeah. second one fucked it up second one was a mess the the i can't remember Absolute what the mess. name it was a goldie or what was the name of the the queenie? queenie she was the character she played in the first one was a stereotypical 1930s kind of mall character but she was sharp as a fucking tack and in charge of shit so it was kind of a yeah a kind of a flip on that idea and then in the second one Every decision she made didn't make any sense for her character. She just suddenly got radicalized into the fucking wizard Nazis. And I, I think they, they, there's a line in this one where I can't remember who said it now exactly, but I think, I think the line explained much better than the film did. I, I think essentially they said something along the lines that she wanted to marry. Uh, the character Jacob mm. and he was against it for some reason and it was his rejection of her was so devastating is what pushed her to kind of being I think that's being what being an anti-muggle supremacist yeah yeah and she she regretted it you know fucking immediately instantly yeah but um, but it was it's I, so I, out I, of I, character it, yeah, it just yeah yeah and it, it, it like the first film first one was clunky but you know, like you said, it had a charm to it, yeah. and it was cool. It was kind of cool to see that world in you know the nineteen slightly different context, 19, yeah, twenties or thirties in New York, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Like the um, there's the sequence at the end, I didn't feel it. Like I love, I did enjoy those movies, and I like the books. And the in the cinema, the sequence at the end when the 
they all put New York City back together. Like, I found that really fucking good. I didn't have the same feeling in subsequent viewings, but, like, I remember sitting in the cinema going, yeah. oh, wow, this is a really magical moment. This is great. Um, I was just I'm so annoyed by the second one. Yeah, second film is a mess. Um, this one really puts Dumbledore and Grindelwald at the at the center. Okay. Because, um, like, they were by far the most interesting thing about you know the second film mm-hmm. and the second film kind of insisted on focusing on Redmayne's character and his his kind of group uh, but this very much puts Mickelson and uh, Jude Law at the center of the film and it's it's so much better for it and it's it I wouldn't say it's grown up in terms of sophistication but it's grown up in the sense that it was never really running from set piece to set piece, to set piece. it was still very much about there's these two people who they've made it pretty explicit in the telling, maybe not so much in the showing, but in the telling that they they loved each other, mm. which is kind of you know pretty pretty big in a in a film that you know costs about two hundred million dollars to make. You know that they they didn't shy away. No, I know they've probably yeah, sent they, for, for, for China and everything. Cut shit out, yeah. Yeah, but um, it was it was kind of refreshing to see that yeah they didn't really shy away from the fact that yeah these two grown up male with- wizards uh, have romantic love towards each other. It's kind of interesting to see. Um, film's not excellent. It's not. It didn't blow me away, but it was better. Better by far than the second film, and maybe better than the first as well okay. but like I said I wouldn't be wouldn't be saying much I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if, if you like that world and things like that um, you m- might be happy with it maybe okay. but um, Mickelson is such a better choice than than Depp to play the character he's just just instantly better just just so much more presence so much more kind of realness and waste to did did you I can't really see I can't remember the second movie that well but I, I remember coming away thinking I didn't really get like Depp is here but we're not really getting much of him right like mm-hmm. with the idea that the third one is where we're going to really let him have some fucking space but like Mickelson's great you know you yep. can't argue with Mickelson so I'm just glad to yeah I think the plan is two more films, so we'll kind of see what happens next. Um, yeah, like I said, that, that it, it can instantly improved by the fact her that fucking Twitter account quiet well, for two well, more films worth of time. This is the thing as well. Like she, she wrote the screenplay for the first two, mm. and she still has a credit on this one, but Steve Cloves has. Right, uh, writing credit is on as well, and I'd imagine he did the bulk of the screenwriting because it just from the off, it's just so much better. Okay, it imme- like that the opening scene is uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald meeting in a restaurant, and just kind of just in a kind of not in any, not 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 even in a very kind of expository kind of way, but just setting up the fact that they. They love each other, but they're not on opposing sides. And just in a very short scene, that it doesn't even spell much out other than there's Dumbledore, there's Grindelwald. They 
they love each other, but they're now on opposing sides and now they can't move against each other in a direct way because of this blood pact they've made. And that just sets up the, the kind of premise for the rest of the film. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a much stronger, much stronger storytelling. Okay. Well, I mean, like than the other previous two films, you know, it took getting to prisoner of Azkaban for that series to really kick off as well. So, and I, I felt like it was kind of inspired a bit by that. Okay. I felt I had touches of Azkaban. Yeah, let's get fucking yeah. real now, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's, lads, it's just, it's just, um, it's just, it's just a nerd podcast. No. We're talk- End of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't talked about hacks. Let's talk about hacks. Um, would you be a Harry Potter fan, Kevin? Um, no. Okay. Hacks is a show uh, that is a HBO Max original that for some reason is on Amazon Prime over here and is branded as an Amazon exclusive slash original, even though the minute you hit play, you get the HBO Max logo. Interesting. Uh, it is. Do you, do you know the cast offhand, Brian? Gene Smart and I forget the other actress's name. I haven't seen her in anything I- else. Gene Smart being the kind of Deborah Vance. Gene Smart, Hannah Einbinder. Einbinder? Einbinder, I think. Einbinder. Uh, Christopher McDonald, Caitlin Olsen, uh, and then other people that I don't know as well. But I was I was happy to see Christopher McDonald. I like his big head. Um it's he's the casino owner. Um or so American Tim Curry, as I like American to call him. Tim Curry is a great example as well. Um, so looking at the wardrobe choice on Deborah Vance, she's very much Joan Rivers. Um, looking at the sort of career choice thing, we've seen this story slightly in season three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Sophie Lennon's character, uh, which is Jane Lynch's character. Um, and the premise of the show is very much that it's a sort of you know, a, a, a an incumbent long-term Las Vegas act who is a, you know, just a veteran comedian who's just fallen a bit flat over the years or is just playing to her crowd. Um, she's in danger of sort of losing her, her residency in Vegas. She hires a young woman writer to sort of, I guess, help her come up with stuff a little more modern, revitalize her act. Um... Both of them are kind of on the outs in terms of the the industry. Hannah Einbinder's character has gone on a tweet rampage and blacklisted herself. So the only job she can get is going to Vegas and writing. It's funny. It's it. I didn't... Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going if, into. If I had any sort of... Not even a criticism, just a observation about it, is that... I felt like I couldn't decide if I wanted to be a bit more biting mm. satire or a bit feel good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of, not wavered, but it, it just felt like it was between both of those. Mm-hmm. And not even that it would be stronger if it picked one, just that it, it was just one of the things that it felt like it couldn't quite make its mind up. Did it want to be, you know, something a bit more cynical and biting or did it want, because is it Michael Shore who's one of the... Is he? I think he is, yeah. I think I saw his name in the credits. So it felt like maybe he's trying to do his usual thing, but maybe a bit more 
bit more adult, mm-hmm. for lack of mm-hmm. a better word. Um, but again, not necessarily criticism or anything, just that's just one of the things I felt about it is that when watching it, I didn't know if it was trying to be, like I said, a, a kind of a Hollywood satire and if it was going to be kind of, was going to be a bit more kind of Larry Sanders yeah. or a bit more, um, I don't know, a little less... Little less kind of drama and and kind of sarcastic, but I liked it. Really liked it. There's a there's a scene like more. it reminded me of episodes a bit, um, and there's a scene with um, there's a scene where, God, I can't remember the name of the fucking character. Um, there's a scene where Ava Ava goes to have a sort of like a job interview, a writer's interview, and she stands up and makes a a big a big speech about you know dignity and representation and not undermining women and then they have her turn around trip up fall over and drop her diva cup out of her bag i was just like i understand the instinct to do this it is exactly my instinct but i wish you didn't i wish they just let her walk away you know what i mean i wish they hadn't done that yeah um and she keeps making decisions which drive me mad you know yeah. she keeps making lunatic um, bridge burning decisions and then we have to deal with those repercussions for the next couple of episodes so there's a little bit of being frustrated going why would you do that why would you jump straight to that but I guess I don't know some people do fucking crazy shit Um, was there an Emma Thompson movie recently as well that was a very similar story yeah, Mindy Kaling, wasn't there? Well, yeah, that's what I was trying yeah. to think. Uh, yeah. Late night, where she was a, a talk show host. Was it with Mindy Kaling? It was, yes. Or did she yeah. just write it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Is that a TV show? No, it was a no. movie. Um, Mindy Kaling's got a new show as well, though. I think that might be what you're thinking of. Called The Sex Lives of College Girls or something. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, that, that was a real... Like, I think you sent something into the chat about it and I had kind of scrolled past because like I thought it was um, Kim Cattrall in the thumbnail and I'm not a big Kim Cattrall fan but once I actually just clicked on it and realised it wasn't I just watched you're more of a Carrie uh, 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 a Carrie Charlotte he, he's always struck me as a Carrie yeah, didn't says he? no one ever that's gross I'm a Kim Cattrall fan why don't people like Kim Cattrall it's not a question of why don't people like Kim Cattrall it's just that I have not seen Krim Kertral. Krim Kertral. It's not a question of why don't people. Like <laughs> you Kim sound Kertral. stupid like me. He sounds idiot. so stupid, doesn't he? I don't enjoy <laughs> the roles that Kim Kertral has tended to play or the movies that she's in. Does that make sense? No, she, yeah, but she doesn't do it for your validation, pal. No. And I don't. That's yeah. your that's your ego talking. Yeah, pal. Have to report check, back check, to her and check, let her know that I appreciate ego her. At the door, I have to pal. just choose to watch what I want to watch. Yeah, like likewise, she doesn't report back to you. What part of this do you not what get? Part of the hey buddy, hey pal, hey dude, hey 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 sweet stuff, hey hey sugar tits. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm appalled. Please stop. Disgusting. You, you've upset Marla now. She's crying over there. You upset her. She heard this and she's appalled. Anyway, Hacks. Hacks is pretty good. Check it out. Amazon Prime. 
Yeah, you you have enjoyed it. You have been yeah. enjoying oh, it. Yeah. I I breathed through it in an afternoon. You've been you've been singing you've been singing um his praises all week. What was your favorite episode? Uh, out of grimness, I enjoyed the episode where Ava hooked up with the dude and had the night out. Yes, yes. Um, yep, that was great. That was, that was a good episode. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. I'm trying to think of other episodes. Yeah. I really like the moment at the stand-up show where she, yeah, she basically paid the guy to never. That was do amazing. Comedy yeah, that again. was amazing. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was a moment more so than the episode, yeah. but the, yeah, the episode where she hooks up with the guy and she meets her Hollywood friends, mm-hmm. getting into nightclub and stuff, and where that goes, mm-hmm. that was probably my my yeah. favorite episode. Yeah. I think that episode struck the best balance of the kind of, you know, cynical was, that, kind that, of that, humor, but also yeah. Yeah, there was the the, I don't know the the message and the darkness and the the comedy as well. It was a, it was kind of a nice balance of everything that they were trying to do. Good balance. Um, yeah. That's why when it got so sort of goofy, later on, in places you just like. I don't think it was that goofy. No, I know, but just, the, the, but the, I, I know I know what you, you know mean. What I, mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, the. Oh, I'm just I'm just remembering it now as well. There's the whole. It dealt with stuff in a way that just felt kind of like real you know like the just like the the father's illness the sort of awkward situation of just saying no no no, stay where you are you got to look after yourself and the the undoubted sort of element or narrative of guilt we're going to have to deal with in the next season if it gets the next season that she you know told him to stay um the the fact that like they also presented, you know, like a good night out. Like this guy wasn't wasn't presented to us as a creep when he said, "Hey, let's go, co- let's go do coke in that bathroom." Hey, I've got some Molly. Hey, I've got some of this that, and the other. It it is just kind of presenting that as like, like though I don't partake in any of that shit myself. I have seen just there's so much of it around, and people do it without fucking vilifying or demonizing it in the way that it was presented to us when we were children in the early nineties. You know, I like in the I think it's the following episode, or is it? Two episodes Will later, we go to the doctor and See, like it's, we go to the doctor. Yeah, it's like you know, is there any drugs in your system? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's like uh, you know, marijuana, cocaine, Molly, Molly. coke. <laughs> Had a good night. I was gonna say, I finished It Takes Two, the video game ah. where you have your uh, shrunk down yourself and your well, I guess it depends on what character you are, but uh, a man and woman have a child and they're married. Uh, and are going through How's that happen? Uh, they're basically um diagrams how do they have a child yep what happens How's that um, work? i can send diagrams later but no, when a man explain a the rules are, explain uh, the rules when a man and when I'm, I'm trying to when a man and a woman are uh basically for whatever reason because sometimes love isn't involved let's just be real a man can sustain an erection long enough is this all in the game this part isn't in the game i will move on so it's fine okay okay so in the game it's after they've conceived a child together got it like eight years after oh right yeah and uh that'd be a long time to play a game I don't know how I don't know how old the child is children and stuff i don't know how the gay children's ages did you enjoy the Um, game they're all 12 because I don't think you're going to get through yes, the but Yes, but the ending wasn't good. Because I, both Ewan and I thought, 
So basically, they're have their their marriage is failing. They're gonna get divorced. The child kind of cries on these little toys that she has, and it kind of magically transforms the parents into the little toys where they have to get through the world. Uh, you know, working together. So loads of puzzles you have to work. A split screen. Emer has to do stuff. I have to do stuff. You have to work together. Mm. Um, all that kind of stuff. You know, stand on platforms to raise the other person's platform. This and that, so on and so forth. So as the game progresses, like it's it's doing very well because the parents are kind of just like, come on, let's just get through this. This is awful. You're annoying. You're not helpful. I have to do everything. But like as the game progresses, they slowly complement each other. They slowly. Uh, appreciate each other so or give thanks to each other for helping or this and that and it's good in that way how subtly their their language and communication changes into a more positive one you know and it ends with them getting back together and kind of being happy but i think it should have ended with them getting divorced but understanding that even if they don't love each other they still have to work together for because they have a child and they have to co-parent i think that would have been better i think it was a missed opportunity because like, obviously they had come to a point in their relationship where they haven't been happy for a long time and they wanted to get divorced but things were toxic but i think if the game showed them how to work together and respect and love each other because they have a child together and, and co-parent that would have been better i think it was a bit of a cop out to actually have them together yeah. in the end right that probably is stupid, but do you know what I mean? I do. Though? I do. Yeah, I, makes I, more I, sense. I, I yeah. do understand how a game company putting out a, a video game can suddenly feel the urge to just sort of, uh, kind of, I don't know, flinch your chicken out and just revert to a sort of static Classic, quo, uh, status quo, happy, happy ever, after. ever after. Yeah. But I just, but I just think like it's, yeah, status quo, happy ever after. Yeah, I just think it's a bit disappointing. It was, I think it was a missed opportunity to kind of show like a different family dynamic that works as mm-hmm. well. As, as other family dynamics you know not like the, sometimes the best thing for family is parents going their separate way well, that was the know? end of Mrs. Doubtfire wasn't it like that I remember watching that movie I remember watching that movie and kind of having to I've never seen have it have you not no of course I have okay. I do remember that was like 1994 5, 6 somewhere around there and I remember seeing that movie yeah, going oh they didn't they didn't get back together oh like I had to sort of like reconcile that and go, I guess they're fine and they still love the kids and they're like you had to actually do a little think about it, you know. It did it yeah, didn't make yeah, sense that they would magically just get back together because he dressed up as an old yeah. lady. Yeah, if anything it's the opposite mm. really, isn't it, it? Presented him as a lunatic. He had to accept his reality yes. and learn to live in yeah. that scenario. Hey yeah. Marla, what do you think of the podcast? Marla, she's so beautiful. Uh, how old is Marla now, Brian? Seven. Seven years old, my God. For those at home listening, we are talking about Brian's beautiful dog, Marla, who looks like a dire wolf. She's the best puppy. But uh, Just puppy. she's a mix between a Labrador and Collie or Session, maybe? German Shepherd. Is she, yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous, so she's beautiful. Big the, the only confirmed part is German Shepherd. Not sure about the other half. Okay, everything else is chaos. With the other half, yeah. 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 She is beautiful chaos. That's a, lo- that's a lovely new harness she has. Thank you. That's her color yeah, I've decided. Nice. Pink. Pink? Hibiscus pink. Yeah. Is, it's her brand. Like my, like my Instagram. Yeah, she has the same brand as me. Gentlemen, I'm going to call it a night. I have to eat food. I have to wash myself. I'm sure there's somewhere in there that we can cut and throw in some musics. Music.